Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in your open space. Oh, it's the beats and the horns. You know that means it's time for the Stardom Sit'em Show. That's right, we got the air horns too. Welcome to another edition of the Stardom Sit'em Show. I am Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. And out there in the ether are the specialists, the cast of dozens that help us put on this show each and every day, each and every week. And here we are. Week 11 is upon us. How are we feeling about life right now, Florio? I'm feeling pretty good, although it hit me that after this week, there's the same number of regular season fantasy games as there is fantasy playoff games. Like, we are quickly approaching that crunch time of year. Yeah, I thought about that this morning, too, because Thanksgiving is next week, and that means we really are in the stretch run of the fantasy season. It would just be a handful of regular season weeks, then the three playoff weeks, and then just like that, it's all over. We're washing our hands of it, and we're, you know, we're, we're resting, right? Because that's what we do. We just have a long, <laughs> peaceful, quiet offseason to rest, and nothing else happens. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, no draft, nothing like that. 
<laughs> you know, no combine, no draft, no free agency, no just random hot takes about, you know, name the random third wide receiver on a team that we're going to argue about all offseason long. That's it. Nothing's going to happen. Anyway, lots going to happen on this show. We're going to have, of course, our top starts and sits of the week, which you can always go check out at NFL.com slash start sit, where Michael F. Florio writes the column every week. We'll have some trending players that we're getting a lot of questions about. Plus, as always, our club dub players of the week, the guys that we think are going to score you 25 or more fantasy points this week. But let's get started with the stardom sit quarterbacks. And for week 11, who's on your list? Justin Fields, because, I mean, if you don't know to start Justin Fields by now, I can't help you. Daniel Jones in a good matchup against the Lions. Jimmy G in a good matchup against the Cardinals. Uh, And I just can't seem to quit Marcus Mariota in fantasy. Uh, He has a good matchup against the Bears. Some sits. Derek Carr, who's been struggling and going up against a tough Broncos defense. Matt Ryan against a tough Philly defense. Jared Goff against the Giants, who have been very stingy to quarterbacks. And then Andy Dalton against the Rams, because I want no parts of Andy Dalton. Ever. I didn't think the Saints wanted any more parts of Andy Dalton, but apparently they do. They're deciding (laughs) they're going to stick with him at least for one more week. But let's go back to the good side there. You got Jimmy Garoppolo against the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico City on Monday Night Football. By the way, if you have not had a chance to check out the latest edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show, definitely go check it out. We had our friend Mauricio Gutierrez on from Mexico. He's part of the NFL Fantasy and Espanol team. Had a lot of really fun, good stuff to say, so make sure you check that out. But let's get back to Jimmy Garoppolo because on his own as a quarterback, he's still fairly mid, but he's got a lot of weapons around him and he's got a good matchup. And I think that goes a long way toward getting him in some lineups this week. Yeah, it's everything you said. You take a a fairly mid quarterback and you say, all right, now he's got maybe arguably the best supporting cast around him in the NFL against a team that allows a ton of production. And that's that mid quarterback can become a nice streaming option for fantasy and Jimmy G has been mid, like you said, he sits between 15 and 18 fantasy points most weeks, but last year against the Cardinals, he threw for over 325 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, The Cardinals have been allowing almost 21 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks in the last month. That is the sixth most. This is just a game, I think, where the Niners have a chance to just all of them. They also, the Cardinals allow the most yak, which is huge because we know that this is an offense built on yak. Absolutely built on, yeah, guys like Debo and Kittle and McCaffrey. That's how they live. That's how they make their livings 100%. Derek Carr has been less than mid. We thought he could be okay this season. I mean, they added Devontae Adams to an offense that already had Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. It has not worked out in the least. We saw a very emotional Derek Carr last week after the Raiders' loss. And now they've got a really good defense facing them in the Denver Broncos. I mean, I guess if you had any thoughts of starting Derek Carr, uh, you're about to tell people why that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I think the only place Derek Carr's in play is in two quarterback or super flex leagues. In one QB leagues, I would stay far, far away. Uh, Not only you said, like, he hasn't lived up to expectations. He's yet to reach 20 fantasy points on the season. So there's really no upside with Derek Carr. And then you talk about the fact of how tough the Denver Broncos have been. In the last month, they've allowed just 7.5 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. And on the year, they've allowed the second fewest. And when Derek Carr faced them earlier this season, he threw for 188 yards and no touchdowns. 
Mm, yeah, that's that is brutal, and I'm uh, not sure if it's going to get much better this week against the Broncos defense that really has done its best to carry the team. The offense for Denver has sort of let them down this year. Let's move on to the wide receivers. The start sits for the week, and please take me through your list here. Rondell Moore, I know uh, Marquise Brown is up in the air. I still think Moore is in play this week. Kadarius Tony, finally we could get him in our starting lineups with some confidence. Paris Campbell has been playing really well with Matt Ryan and Cortland Sutton because Raiders. Uh, and then the sits, Deontay Johnson, all that volume just hasn't led to any production with Kenny Pickett. Devonta Smith in a tough matchup. Adam Thielen, who I think is really getting supplanted in that offense by TJ Hawkinson. And then Wandell Robinson, who's banged up right now. But even even if you were thinking about using him, I think Darius Slayton is the play from New York this week. Yeah, Wandell Robinson reports are he's dealing with a hamstring issue. And now I kind of wonder, is he playing the Kadarius Tony role in New York since <laughs> Kadarius isn't there anymore? Someone has to. Somebody has to, right? Speaking of Tony, you've got him in your start list against the Chargers, and I know you've been itching for this moment all season long, so I'm just going to stand back and let you gush about Kadarius Tony's opportunity. <laughs> well, the thing that myself and others who like Tony have been saying is like, just put the ball in this guy's hands and good things will happen. And we saw that on the very, very limited sample size with the Giants this year. But then last week was the first time really all year. He was a consistent contributor to an offense and he rushed for 33 yards on two carries. He caught four of his five targets for 57 yards and a touchdown. There was multiple plays in this game where he just had the ball in his hands and people just couldn't catch him because he's fast and shifty. He reminds me of Tyreek Hill for of a more raw Tyreek Hill, of course, for a reason. They used him a bit in the slot, a little bit out wide. He led the non-running backs and yards per route ran, percent of routes he was targeted on, and yak per catch. There's a lot of big playability here, plus Miko Hardman's up in the air, Juju's up in the air, even MVS mispracticed this week. Yeah, that's, I think, a, as big a part of it as anything, where you talk about the guys who are not available. Uh, Miko Hardman still dealing with that abdomen issue, Juju in concussion protocol. So they could very much be shorthanded when it comes to receivers this week in a game that could be high scoring, with the Chargers also starting to get healthy at the right time. Devonta Smith, he has been very much boom or bust. I, I've had some people tell me they are so sick of him, they don't know if they can start him anymore because he's been inconsistent. And I'm like, I don't know, he's kind of been the guy we thought he was going to be, but you don't like him this week against Indianapolis, huh? Yeah, I think he is exactly the guy that you were saying. A little bit boom or bust. I, I just th don't know if this is a game where the Eagles are going to have to throw a bunch. I think their defense will do a good job getting pressure on Matt Ryan, potentially forcing a couple of turnovers. And if Smith didn't score that touchdown last week, it would have been single digits for a third straight game for him. Uh, the, the Colts have allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to receivers this year. And again, I don't know if this is a game where the Eagles really have to air it out. I think they'll rely more on their elite run game. We'll see whether or not it's a big game for Miles Sanders after he didn't do much last week against the Commanders. And of course, we know Jalen Hurts can always get out of the pocket and run if they need him to as well. That gets us to another edition of How We Feeling, where we blast through some names on a list and talk about how we're feeling about them. These are some people that we are hearing about on social media. You guys have questions, so we'll do our best to try to clear some of them up. So let's start with Deshaun Watson, who returned to practice this week. He is eligible to get back on the field and play in Week 13 against the Houston Texans. So you've still got to wait a couple weeks if you want to start Deshaun Watson. But as of now, how are we feeling about him? I, I think right now, if you're in need of a quarterback, and we know a lot of fantasy managers are, he's a name that you should be looking to pick up right now. And 
like you said, he returned to practice this week. They get the bye. Uh, oh, no, they play next week. But then December 4th against the Texans, he's going to return. And, I mean, that's an immediate revenge game for him. We know all eyes are going to be on that game. Even if you don't start him right away because you want to see if he could shake off the rust, we know the upside here is top 10, top 5, and quarterback hasn't been what we thought it was going to be. So maybe if you were the manager that drafted a Stafford or Brady or Rodgers and you've been streaming all year, this is a chance to kind of find a a guy who you could just plug in for the playoffs. I think he's going to be very attractive to fantasy managers who have been sort of limping along with underperforming quarterbacks. Speaking of which, Justin Herbert has been underperforming, but I feel okay about him. First off, I don't think it's been his fault that he's been underperforming. He's been playing well, all things considered. He just has been handcuffed because he hasn't had any weapons there. But it looks like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen will be back for this week's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Also, hopefully he's just healthier. Let's remember, he was playing through an injury earlier in the season. So it seems as if everything's coming together at the right time for Justin Herbert. And I feel okay about him this week. Kenyon Drake has been up and down. He's had some really good performances for the Ravens. I know Gus Edwards is looking at potentially coming back this week. But how do you feel about Drake against the Panthers? I personally am starting Drake everywhere that I have him. The Panthers have allowed a ton of production on the ground. This could be a game where the Ravens are playing from ahead. And Kenny Drake looked so good the last couple of times. He's gotten a lot of work there. I know Gus Edwards is a thing, but with Gus, you know, getting a lot of workload that one game and then getting hurt, I don't see how they could just completely get away from Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake's a good start this week as well. That gets us to another running back, Miles Sanders, and I touched on him briefly just a moment ago against the Indianapolis Colts, and I feel okay about him this week. I don't know that it's a spectacular matchup, but it's certainly better than the one he had last week against the Washington Commanders, so I do think that the Eagles will be able to run the ball a little bit more effectively. I think you'll see Sanders get a little bit more production, and who knows, now with Dallas Goddard injured, maybe that means a couple more short targets for him in the passing game as well, but either way, I think you have a better opportunity to start him this week than you did last week. Amari Cooper going against the Buffalo Bills. I'm not even afraid of the Bills secondary anymore for fantasy purposes right now. They're so banged up, but he has struggled outside of Cleveland. His home road splits are extreme, and he's a big play threat in this offense. I I would get away from Amari Cooper. Michael Pittman against the Philadelphia Eagles, and I will tell you that I'm not feeling particularly great about it. First off, you've got that Eagles secondary, which has been tough all season long, and more than anything, this isn't the Raiders. Last week, the Colts went out and surprised a lot of people. They played well against that Las Vegas defense. They got a win. This is a completely different animal, and then you're going to have Matt Ryan with pressure in his face. I think it's going to be tough for him to get the football out. You might not be able to avoid Michael Pittman. I've heard some people tell me that as well. I get it, but I'm just not excited about what potentially could happen this week. DJ Moore flashed for a couple of weeks, then sort of disappeared. Now it looks like Baker Mayfield's back at quarterback. How do you feel about DJ? Not great. Uh, I was all set to write about him as a start this week, and then they made the announcement that Baker Mayfield would be starting, and I was like, yeah, I can't really do that. I think DJ Moore is a boomer bust wide receiver three. In a couple of places, like I'm playing Rondell Moore over him in a league. I'm playing uh, Paris Campbell over him in a league. And then in one spot, I have to decide him or Michael Pittman Jr. I think that's kind of in the range we are with DJ Moore right now, as long as Baker's the quarterback. 
Yeah, just frustrating because it looked like he was really starting to turn a corner, but P.J. Walker is hurt. Last one is Darnell Mooney. He and the Bears take on the Atlanta Falcons. And look, on the surface, this game's probably going to be run heavy because both these teams really want to run the football. But I still love Darnell Mooney this week. Now, we know Cole Komet's a little bit banged up. Yeah. Khalil Herbert is out for a few weeks. There aren't a lot of places for Justin Fields to go with the football when he wants to throw it. So I think Darnell Mooney is going to get a lot of targets. Now, mind you, the Bears are only throwing it about 20 to 25 times per game. But wouldn't be surprised if you see, you know, a third or more of those targets going in the direction of Mooney against the bad secondary. I absolutely love starting him this week. We're going to take a quick break. Stick around. We'll be back in just a few. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. 
Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Start them, sit them, tight ends for week 11. Florio, go. George Kittle because Cardinals. Cole Komet, uh, who's been red hot as of late against the Falcons. Dalton Schultz, who looks like the Dalton Schultz that we were all excited for with Dak Prescott again. And Greg Dolchik against the Raiders because Raiders. And then some sits. Tyler Higby because he's the only piece that the, the Saints are going to have to worry about stopping this week. And they've been elite at stopping tight ends. Dawson Knox because six feet of snow and against a team that is great against stopping the tight end. Logan Thomas and Hunter Henry, because it's hard finding a bunch of tight ends to say to sit. It is hard to find a bunch of because like every tight end is pretty much in play every single week. Let's talk about George Kittle, though, because you mentioned the Arizona Cardinals. I've been saying it. You know, there are things that you can count on in life, death, taxes, the sun rising in the east and the Cardinals being bad against tight ends. George Kittle's a good player and a good matchup. This is about as easy a thought as it comes in fantasy football. Yeah, it, it, it is. And I know George Kittle disappointed last week. He scored just 3.1 fantasy points. He only had one catch. He looks good on that one catch. I don't know why they don't like to give him the ball more because it's very crowded offense. I get it. But if there's ever a week to trust George Kittle, it's this one. The Cardinals have allowed by far the most fantasy points to tight ends, the most targets, catches, yards, and touchdowns. That's literally every category that you can allow the most uh, production to the tight ends. They have, have allowed that. Uh, and plus... He's George Kittle. What tight end are you going to start over him unless you have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews? That's pretty much the answer. You have Kelsey, you have Andrews, maybe you have Kittle, maybe Dalton Schultz. Beyond that, you're pretty much streaming the position. Speaking of Dalton Schultz, I don't even care about the matchup anymore for Dalton Schultz. It's that he's getting healthy and he's got Dak Prescott at quarterback on a team that really is looking for other options besides just C.D. Lamb. That alone, for me, makes Dalton Schultz a guy that you can probably lean on for the rest of the season. Yeah, and, and when a lot of us, I know both of us were excited for Schultz coming into the season, and a lot of it was for every reason you just said, like he could be the number two target. I think you throw out everything that happened with Cooper Rush. I mean, Dalton Schultz wasn't rosterable with Cooper Rush, but in the in the games that he has played with Dak Prescott this year, he's averaging over 12 fantasy points per game. He scored more than 13 in three of four of those games, and the one he didn't, he scored 9.9 .9 fantasy points. So if you're telling me, his floor is around 10, and he has the potential to give you over 13. Like last week, he had over 17. This is a tight end that you want to start each and every week. Pretty much. And I was thinking the rest of the way, he probably is a top five tight end just because of circumstances, because there aren't a lot of guys out there. Zach Ertz is gone. We'll see where Dallas Goddard or how long Dallas Goddard is out. But uh, Dalton Schultz could very easily be a top five tight end kind of by default for the rest of the season. Let's talk about some guys we think deserve some more love this week and are must starts for your fantasy roster. Start us off, Florio. 
Tyler Boyd uh, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And yeah, they've allowed the most fantasy production to wide receivers so far this season. But the reason I like Boyd even more this week, it's a weird reason, but it's because TJ Watt is back. And you might be like, why does that help Tyler Boyd? Because Pittsburgh is going to be able to get pressure on Joe Burrow. So I think he's going to look to get rid of the ball quickly. And that's where Tyler Boyd comes into play. Those short over the middle routes. We know that these two have so much connection together. So Boyd is shown to have a very safe floor and a high ceiling with Jamar Chase. I think you just continue to ride him this week. I think you can also get down with Cordero Patterson this week going against the Chicago Bears. I mentioned that this is probably going to be a run-heavy game between two teams that just want to run the football and also two run defenses that are pretty bad. Now, a couple weeks ago, Patterson came in, had a couple of touchdowns. Last week, short week, bad weather. He didn't see the ball as often. This week, I think we go back to seeing Cordero Patterson as a workhorse. We know he can be effective. He definitely should be in a lot of starting lineups this week. George Pickens, see back in our life now this week? Yeah, I think so. It was nice to see him have a good game last week, scoring that rushing touchdown. I love that they were getting him involved in the ground game, but... We didn't see the more passing volume that we thought would come without Chase Claypool, but that was largely because they were playing with a lead throughout and relying on the run game. I think this is a game where they'll have to score points, keeping up with Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense, which means more volume for George Pickens. He is the receiver that Kenny Pickett has the chemistry with, not Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson has been incredibly frustrating. You know, I talked about Cordell Patterson. I'm going to take the running back on the other side in that game, and that's David Montgomery. Did I mention this is going to be a run-heavy game against two bad run defenses? Because (laughs) it is. Khalil Herbert not there. We know he's on injured reserve for at least the next four weeks. That means a lot of that opportunity is going to go to David Montgomery. I know there are people out there, a lot of the hipsters, a lot of the deep divers who are talking about Treston Ebner, but I think his role will be minimal. I think you're going to see this run game split up between David Montgomery and Justin Fields, and this is a very good week to make sure you have Montgomery in your lineup. Week 11 running back, start, sit. Who's on the list? Stevenson Seasonson carries on against the Jets this week. Cordero Patterson, I'm with you, Marcus. I have him as a start in a good matchup against the Bears. Brian Robinson, although Antonio Gibson in play as well there. Devin Singletary against Cleveland. And then some sits. Big name DeAndre Swift, I would be getting away from him. Daryl Henderson Jr., James Robinson, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. No way you could trust CEH right now. It's just impossible to trust CEH at this point. But back to Devin Singletary. I know he has been frustrating. It was nice that he scored two touchdowns, but even then, well, he only got you about 15 fantasy points with that. But the Browns' run defense has been terrible. There seem like a lot of reasons to get behind Devin Singletary this week. Yeah, there are. And one is that he has been involved more as of late with at least 13 carries in three of the Bills' last four games. And like you said, the Browns have struggled against the run all year. They've allowed the second most fantasy points uh, to running backs. A whole bunch of touchdowns, a whole bunch of rushing yards over expectation. It's all in the article. Josh Allen's elbow. There's so many reasons to feel good about starting Devin Singletary this week. DeAndre Swift has been incredibly frustrating the last few weeks. We think he's getting more work than he's not. You got him as a sit. You just Are you just worried about him? What's up? Yeah, like last week, Dan Campbell came out and said DeAndre Swift's going to get more work, and he lied. He played fewer than 20 snaps for his second straight game, had just seven touches, finished with 12 yards and a touchdown. If he doesn't get that touchdown, you're literally looking at less than two fantasy points. They're getting Justin Jackson involved there now as well, so three running backs. And the Giants are a good defense that have allowed a very few fantasy points to running backs all season. 
I'm still starting Jabal Williams in a couple of places just because they use him near the goal line and there's touchdown upside there. Speaking of upside, it's time to get on up, get all dressed up, get your finest gear, get that, cur- that perfume, that cologne ready because it's time for Club Dub. The doors are open. The cover charges are being paid. Who gets in the club for free, though? Because they're going to score you 25 points this week, Florio. Oh, everyone's making room like his offensive line is making room for him again. They're like, look, you haven't seen him here in a while, but welcome back, Jonathan Taylor. Good things are happening for JT again in Indianapolis uh, because I, I don't want to say Jeff Saturday, but because Matt Ryan is back and, and quarterbacking for the Colts. Uh, Taylor had his best game of the year last se- last week, and what I love is he's not leaving the field. He played over 90% of the snaps, which means even if they are trailing against the Eagles, we're not going to see Naheem Hines come in and take the role. He's no longer there. All the pass work is going to go to Jonathan Taylor. Plus, last week, the Colts O-line had their second highest run block grade of the season. So I think right now, I, I agree with what you said on the podcast earlier this week, Marcus. It feels like Jonathan Taylor's run starts now. I do. I think he's going to come back to life for the back part of the season, which is going to be encouraging for everybody who's been frustrated by starting him. As for me, speaking of guys who are starting to get hot right now, CeeDee Lamb, welcome to Club Dub! That's right, we're going to, we're going to make it rain with CeeDee Lamb this week against the Minnesota Vikings. You know, it was surprising to me. He is the wide receiver eight. I guess I didn't realize he had been that consistently productive because he hadn't had a ton of blow-up games, but the highest team target share in the league, about 32% there, getting a ton of air yards as well, and the ceiling just elevated with Dak Prescott back at quarterback. This game could be very high scoring. I think a lot of passing in this one, and I think C.D. Lamb is going to continue to eat against the Vikings secondary that has been sort of questionable at times this year. So there you go. Those two guys going to lock things up for you and help you get a win because they're going to be chilling and sipping some champagne in Club Dub this week. We're going to go and chill. We're not going to be sipping champagne because we still have other stuff to do. You can go check us out, of course, on NFL <laughs> Fantasy Live. But uh, we do appreciate you hanging out here with us on the Stardom Sit'em Show. Again, go check out Florio's work at NFL.com slash start sit. For Mike, I am Marcus. We appreciate you watching. Enjoy week 11, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week.